not everyone will have that luxury, but everyone will have themselves. So, you know, at least make yourself your biggest supporter. Like, yourself is the biggest critic, but, you know, you can also turn yourself into your biggest cheerleader, you know? It, it depends on how you look at it. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Life Show. And we are now on episode 50. Yes! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Give me a round of applause, guys. And in episode 50, by the way, I sit down with Jem Bocalbos. Jem is a creative professional for over 5 years now. She is also a creative design specialist at Straight Arrow and one of the instructors of Creative Nation Academy. In this episode, we talk about her design life stories from ground up, best practical advice on designing or deciding on your own passion, and insightful talk about shifting careers in today's world and combining your passion and turn it into a profitable business and much, much more. So make sure to stick around until the end. And one of the biggest takeaway that I get from this conversation with Jem is how to become your biggest supporter or your biggest cheerleader, right? So it's really impactful and I really, really love it. And hopefully you'll learn at least one or two in this episode. And if you love this podcast or this episode, make sure to share it with your friends, with your colleagues or with anyone, right? So, and if you love to support the podcast as well, you can support it by visiting the designlifeshow.com and don't forget to subscribe on any of your favorite podcast app. And don't forget also to leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. In that way, you are helping me to reach more people and make a more meaningful content for the creative community and for everyone, right? So that's it. And without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of TDLS. And I'm super excited tonight. So we're actually recording it at 9 p.m. So I'm with Jem. Hi Jem, how are you Jem? And um, I, I, I'm really glad that you carved some time to be on the podcast. How are you? Are you excited to do this episode with me? Hi, Jay Christ. Of course, I'm very, very excited and thank you for having me on your show. Um, I've listened to some of the episodes, especially um, the one with Sir Roland and um, Ben. And, you know, they, they are my colleagues, so I I know that what they shared um, are really valuable and true to their hearts. And so I'm really glad that um, you're doing this. You're sharing the journey of um the designers not just designers um creative entrepreneurs you're really sharing the journey and as you said you just don't focus on the success and that's really really important because um actually recent post um i'm really sometimes i 
I get insecure about, you know, the younger people nowadays are really, really um, already good. Like, yeah. sometimes I feel like the younger generations can, like, surpass my 10 years worth of work. <laughs> and then, you know, they're like, wow, they're so good. And then, mm-hmm. But, you know, um, as you said, it's about the journey. Like, yeah. you, um, in that 10 years, um, I, I'm sure it makes a difference. Like, maybe the output will, will be the same for people who, who don't... Um, really look close enough but for those that um can see close enough um the journey makes a difference with the output of um a person yeah 100 percent. actually that's really true and shout out to roland and ben so it's 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 uh, the episode with them are really valuable and i learned a lot from them and gem so you have uh, mm-hmm. i think to give context on this episode in this podcast session, can you give uh, a little bit about your background and what you are, what are you doing right now? And yeah, a little bit about your personal life for our TDLS listeners. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, I'm doing actually a lot of things. Like I'm, I won't call myself that just a designer now because um, I actually call myself a multimedia marketer now. Um, it's because so where did I start? So um, mm-hmm. when I, as a child, I already like cartoons, um, anime. So I've really been drawing a lot. So. Um, from drawing um, the Powerpuff Girls to um, the fashionable clothes in anime. Uh, I was wow. really into that. And then when I was in sixth grade, Ragnarok, the game, came yes, and I, I got addicted. And then I also like to draw the characters. And then after Ragnarok, there's Flyf, which is Fly for um, Fun, that, that game as well. And, you know, those things inspired me a lot. And when I... I was from grade 6 to high school. I was surrounded by supportive friends. We were a group of um, girls who were into anime. So we drew a lot of comics. And, you know, when, when during that time, I really thought I was going to be an animator or mm-hmm. some, someone who yes. does uh, focus a lot on drawing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, in DeviantArt, I was browsing it a lot. And then I met people in deviant art as well and then i actually met someone who was so good at drawing that i asked her what her course was and where she was studying and it turns out um she she was a filipino and she studied in benil she took up multimedia arts and you know i I was really inspired by her that um she invited me to visit benil um just so i can get the feel of the school before i studied there Mm-hmm. So um, when I went there and I studied there, I was really amazed, and so I I took up multimedia arts. But what's funny was yeah. multimedia arts did not just focus in drawing. <laughs> I actually <laughs> learned much more. Yes, you know, yes. I thought like ninety percent I was going to be drawing stuff, but yeah. I learned photography. I learned Whoa. web design. Yes. Uh, I learned like audio recording, like everything multimedia the basics of mm-hmm. multi everything multimedia was taught there and you know suddenly um my horizon just became so much wider <laughs> like yeah. I, I i didn't i didn't think that i went i mean originally i went there to draw and yeah. then mm-hmm. like my classmates also a lot of them actually were really good at drawing and yes. you know like 
from high school from just my group of friends um suddenly in college like i'm surrounded by amazing artists of um, all sorts of not just anime like yep, I, yep. I have mm-hmm. classmates who's, who are really good photographers who are great painters and fine artists and you know it's it like that 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 changed a lot of things like suddenly um i felt um the insecurity again there like wh- why would i still go in the field of drawing if a lot of my classmates are already really good at drawing but then you know as college went by i discovered that um i was also passionate about 3d um 3d arts because i also discovered it mm-hmm. there and then um my teachers told me that i was great at coding so uh about it like i i i went there to draw but i went out of college so my first job after college is actually as a web developer <laughs> wow so so yeah like um it's it's very mm-hmm. different <laughs> but you know there the factor came in that of course there were people telling me that there was no money in drawing so i think that's also a factor yeah, yeah. that's why from uh-huh. the yeah. usual the usual stuff that uh, filipinos <laughs> saying about yeah. arts or design right so i i'm just curious on on the specific uh, you know time frame of your college life so you've you've said that uh you uh, you just you just not learned drawing right so there's a lot of mm-hmm. things uh, involved on that and that is uh, on your course so have you mm-hmm. asked uh, you know have you uh, have you thought that uh, oh this is not what i signed up for <laughs> you know you know what i mean so how how do you uh, overcome those you know those uh, uncertainty Uh, I, I think a lot of creatives, especially those uh, uh, struggling creatives or just getting started, they still, you know, don't have that big idea like we have right now, right? So there's a lot of sti- mm-hmm. uh, thing that involve not just drawing, not just colors, not just mm-hmm. buttons or whatever it is, not just code. So mm-hmm. can you show your experience in terms to that? Well, I I kept an open mind. I think as an artist. Um, as a creative, it's important to keep an open mind. Um, mm-hmm. Because during that time, of course, I wanted to draw. But at the same time, I didn't close my doors to learning all the other subjects. Yeah. Um, because when, of course, after in high school, right, it's when I didn't um, experience the K-12 that the children yeah. the teenagers right now have yeah. they have k-12 now I feel but old. during like <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're kind of <laughs> old-ish <laughs> yeah but um so there was no k-12 back then so in third year high school you just choose your school and then in fourth year high school um that's when the entrance exams are and then um you know when i was choosing my course like Uh, I actually took a lot of tests from other schools as well, not just in Benilde. And I I was uncertain. Like, I didn't really know what what was going to happen that time. I just said to myself, I wanted to become focused on the arts. I wanted to become a creative. Like, mm-hmm. even if yeah. my parents and 
my relatives were all telling me to like take the lawyer job, take the doctor job. The the th- those um jobs they're really really the the secure jobs, you know. That that's what where everyone was pushing me. But I was like, no, I wanted to go the creative way, the artist way, and you know um. Although I didn't really know what exactly the creative and the artist way was, I just maybe in the rebellious side of me didn't want to become a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> but yeah, so so during that time, yes, there are a lot of uncertainties. But keeping an open mind um, really helped me. Like I was open to discoveries. Um, uh-huh. So in first year of college, that's the general subject subjects, but some of the basic subjects were already being introduced, like the basic of um, web design was being taught, some um, basic audio was being taught, and I was keeping an open mind, and I was thinking, my teachers were really good, like back in college, like they were teaching me how, what they're teaching can be applied in the real world, so there, I think um, part of the reason why I actually decided to become an educator myself right now was because those um, teachers of mine, they they really showed me that um, there is money in creative in mm-hmm. the creative world. Like yeah, that, yeah. you know, my my parents and relatives are you know wrong that there's no money here, but there is. Like they they really um, they're practicing. Mm-hmm. My teachers in college were all. Um, practicing their crafts as a creative and they were telling sharing their experience like how they're earning money in in their craft so you know um when i learned what they're doing and they're making money that actually also cemented my confidence in the course that i took so um keeping keep an open mind while you know as a creative and then that helped me a lot and then at the same time um you know, listen, listen to like to your teacher. Listen to your teacher, but don't get brainwashed. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, you you listen to people. Uh-huh. So keep an open mind, and you listen to people, but at the same time, yes. make sure you have your own bottom line and your own yeah. opinion on things. Yeah, uh, it's like, like you have your own, uh, you know, own thing, right? So it, yes, I think yes. a lot of creatives are confused right now because there's a lot of information in front of us, especially mm-hmm. in just uh, one click. One click, you heard a lot of, uh, you know, uh, some stuff na, uh, I think very confusing. And I think yes. you have to interpret those in your own ways, right? So like what yes. you said, I, I think that's one of the great things now you mentioned them so yep uh in that in the in that area right so i think uh do you think that their uh formula on designing what's your passion is because uh uh Obviously, you uh, there's a lot of things that we can unpack on your journey mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you shifted you shifted in a lot of course or path, right? Mm-hmm. So can you share mm-hmm. your your uh, your uh, your thoughts about designing on your passion? Um, for me, so mm-hmm. I was really passionate, like in the arts, in being creative, and um, I think. There's there's really no winning formula like because mm, yeah 100%. everyone is unique mm. everyone is unique um so of course my design life would be different from the design life of 
um, other people. But 100%. as I mentioned earlier, as long as you have your own um, dreams, like your own goals, your your own self, like um, do like one of the speakers in Graphica Manila just uh, which concluded um, last week. They they said do you and always insert yourself like something personalized in yeah. the art that you are doing. So one of the speakers in Graphica Manila said that, and I think it's really important because um so I'm I'm talking multimedia course and then my horizon was really opened with all kinds of artists. There's the audio artist, there's the video artist, the photographer. We're all artists. We're all creative. But what's really important is um, who are you, what do you want to do, what is your message. I think that's really important. Um, I think the Japanese calls it the ikigai, if I pronounce that correctly. Mm -hmm. um, do something that makes you happy and then do something that will make you money. And at the same time, do something that the world needs. So I think um, that's that's really something important, and I actually realized the importance of that when um, I experienced like quarter life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I think uh, a lot of creatives should hear that. Uh, that's really mm -hmm. cool, Jim, uh, for sharing that. Thank you so much. And I'm 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 uh, you know uh, just to add on those things that you've mentioned, and uh, you. To you have to really be authentic, right? Right. If if we generalize yes. it, uh, you have to really authentic mm -hmm. and provide value as much as you can. Because uh, let's yes. face it, right? There's a lot of problems in the world that we need to solve, and uh, no one can, you know, on. I, I don't know if there's someone who can solve it all, right? So uh, mm -hmm. find your own, uh, your own path or your own problem and then solve it as much as, as yes. you can in a, in a way that you can provide or in a way that you can show your art, not just in, mm -hmm. in terms of uh, design or illustrations or we can call it also as on the business side, right? It's, it's, really, yes. it's really important and uh, I think Jem is on point on that, on that particular topic. And Jem, uh, Jem, I, I'm just mm -hmm. curious on shifting those careers, right? So you've been into mm -hmm. different careers, and you've, uh, you, you, you are now an educator, and then yes. uh, you've worked with different artists, creative professionals, business owners. And how do you come? And how do you mm -hmm. find those sweet spot on? You know, uh, I, I, there's a lot of things going on, and then you find a time to educate people or you know have someone can you share your uh, your thoughts about that um so uh, i mentioned earlier that um it's important for an artist to find purpose and then find something that makes you happy and then make you money mine um i just like to share mine so um as i i'll tell like a short story like so, so my first job was as a web developer and then two years into being a web developer it's it yeah. was a very stable job mm -hmm. um honestly um i love that job in a sense that i never I, I wouldn't have problems with money there if i actually continued down that path 
Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was very very stable. The company that hired me um, was very stable. And but the thing was, two years into that job, I thought to myself, "Hanggang dito na lang ba ako?" Or in English, um, is this my mm-hmm. limit? Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. so when during that time, um, of course, I was only around. 23 I think that time I was turning 24 mm-hmm. and then you know I was thinking um, I don't want to just be like this mm-hmm. and then so um, that's when I explored the other um, side of being a creative which is um, actually being a marketer then mm-hmm. you know that's um, part of being a creative but the the thing is, um, I did not discard my past experiences. Like, so I was a multimedia graduate. My first job was as a web developer. I was taking freelance jobs um, as a um, web designer, as graphic artist. I was still applying. Um, if you can like see the build up here, I was yeah. still mm-hmm. applying my past learnings into yeah. what I was in my it was in my current life. So I did not discard yes. those. And then even when I entered the marketing world, I yeah. kept my multimedia skills. And then I just like built on it. And mm-hmm. yeah. um, so up learning those um, learning those skills, I, I, the second part is do something that the world needs. And then um, I realized that a lot of um, people needs education that, I, I suddenly thought to myself that, you know, ignorance is not really bliss. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't want to believe that ignorance is bliss. And yeah. I don't want the world to believe that ignorance mm-hmm. is bliss. Because, um, you know, suddenly I realized the world needs more education. And so, I, yeah. yes. So, um, what I did was I said, okay, this is what I will do. I will keep on learning while working in this industry. Any industry that I even enter in the future, I will keep on learning. And then I will share my experiences. And, you know, that's where Creative Nation and Social Media Academy actually helped me. So, um, in Creative Nation, I was, it was invited um, by um, Sir Roland and um, the former director of Creative Nation invited me. Like, they, they all invited me and I was thinking, yes, this is the chance. And, you know, I really wanted to educate and, you know, I just grabbed it. I was, I submitted a curriculum there and then when, when I was invited. And, um, that's, that's just how I think that everything happened. Like it, it, I went with the flow, but at the same time, when I see opportunities, I, I grabbed it because, I believe that you know there is no such a thing as um, an opportunity that will lead you down the wrong path. Like I believe that um, all actions you take, all opportunities you grab, it you know it will eventually lead somewhere. And you know maybe like some people will be um, scared to like just take mm-hmm. opportunities because. They they want to like go the straight way, like straight to their goals. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, I think 
as long as you keep sight of your goals, like you can go left and right, you can even go backwards sometimes, but as long as you keep mm -hmm. sight um, of your goals, like, you know, you won't ever get lost, you know, just, just like yeah. keep all yeah. of the experiences, like, because there are learnings, I mean, even in failures, there are learnings that eventually, you know, in, in the path that I took, I wanted to be an educator. I actually share my failures to my students and I always tell them um, I'm here to tell you my failures so you don't you try to avoid my failures if you want to but you know if they also want to try my failures <laughs> I, I also won't stop them because yes. you know maybe they won't fail in, in, in that when they try to do what I yeah. do but you know at least I'm sharing it <laughs> Yeah, I think oh, yeah. Uh, sharing your mistakes as a creative professional is really valuable than, you know, uh, being self-righteous or whatever it is. Because uh, I think uh, journey is really important than having, you know, sharing your achievement or your success than sharing your journey. I think it's, it's comparing those things is really the journey will be always valuable rather than achievements or whatever it is you are doing. And like what Jem said, I think uh, on the part you've said that, you know, uh, on how how you can uh, learn or unlearn things in the long run, mm -hmm. I think uh, mm -hmm. you can apply different techniques or different principle in every uh, every uh, steps or pace that you are facing right now. Even uh, let's say you are facing uh, a business problem, right? So you can always uh, apply mm -hmm. your creative juices on those on those things, right? A different principle. Uh, you you will you can always look back like what Jeb said and uh, and learn and then relearn and then mm -hmm. learn things, right? So that's I think that's yeah. the most important thing that Jem said on that part and yep Jen uh, I'm just uh, you know uh, with all those uh, shift uh, you know with all those things that you've done before what's the can you share your biggest struggle and how do you overcome it just for our listeners those those who just you know somehow somehow stuck on their passion or somehow stuck on the job that they hate right i, I think it's it's really important mm -hmm. for them to really know how do you overcome those challenges uh on you know just to move forward and create uh create things that are really meaningful for uh for every persons that you've met mm -hmm. So I think um, this is like a struggle for a um, lot of middle-class employees and especially creatives is mm -hmm. the part on making money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> to be honest, like that's one of the things that, you know, like I didn't want to leave like a stable job. Um, I, I, a lot of, I had a lot of risk I didn't want to take. Um, I was always thinking, what if I'm broke? What if I don't have money to feed, feed myself anymore yeah. or to support my family? I think that's um, the biggest struggle. And actually, I think sometimes it's still a struggle. But um, I think here are like some of my tips. Um, if you're stuck in a job you hate, at least prepare before you leave. Like at the same time, you know, um, at least um, 
take up to it until you have a, at least three months worth of savings because um, desperation due to lack of money can actually lead you to make more mistakes like in life yeah. because um, if if you have savings you can have a clear mind when when you're making decisions um, because so okay I'll share like an experience so you know yeah, during sure. the time so after I left my web developer job I went to my second job and then things went wrong to my second job and then I just left and I wanted to go freelance and um, I didn't have much of, of savings but I did have some and the thing is you know in freelance you're if you don't know how to negotiate contracts and you don't ask for down payments there will always be clients who will run off I think a lot of creatives experience, <laughs> yeah, really you know, yeah. not getting paid. Yeah. So, um, imagine if you don't have savings and then you are desperate for clients, you, you, you just like become a pushover because you just wanted to get money because you're desperate. Um, see that you're opening yourself up to vulnerable, um, you're vulnerable. When, when you're desperate. So it's better to plan um, when you're going to resign because you're stuck in a job you hate. At least plan it. And then at the same time, um, in, in your lifestyle, so this is a lifestyle tip, when, don't, when you're buying things, like don't become an impulse buyer. Like um, really stop, um, maybe wait seven days and think to yourself, do I really need to spend this money on that object instead of, you know, just spending it on food? Because what about my rent? Do I have money to pay my rent? You know, because uh, um, think of the necessities first before the wants. Um, especially now in the age of social media, you can't. Sometimes we can't help to be envious of what we see of materials of mm -hmm. travels but we need to go back and examine what is the most important like to live because when you're alive you have a chance to um really still change um you, you can still become something else when you're yeah. alive so in times of desperations if you're already desperate at least think of living so what's important um to live is of course, money, and then of course we need a house, and yeah. then you know maybe just basic outfit to apply for jobs for the next job. So um, in in life, in life at least you know you save money um, through your job, and then at the same time you also save your money by listening to uh, you know. Doing what's important, what prioritizing, you know. So you you strike through the things that you can live without, you know. I, I hope that like part made sense. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, Jem. And I think I think it's essentially the, that's the most important. I'm really mm -hmm. big on essentialism or uh, just uh, focus on the essential things and. Uh, Filipinos or uh, especially people or people don't realize this that we always have a choice even though we have a, 
uh, we have uh, and uh, uh, social media on our fingertips or or you know the buy button on that add to cart on that on that app uh, you know you always have a choice right so it it's still uh, it I, I think it's still a uphill battle right or you will get a lot of uh, yeah. rabbit holes on the long run but 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 it's uh, no, it's 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 the part that yeah. you have to really uh really focus on and to really find the meaning of everything um, i'm not i'm not saying mm-hmm. to be um uh, you know to be to look back or to to be a classic person right so you you can still innovate things out uh, but uh you sh- you should always focus on the on the essential part or essential things right so yeah, Jam, and th- yes, thank yes. you so much for sharing that. That's really totally makes sense, and I'm really connecting with with you. There's and uh, the shifting and the the things that uh, on designing your life or deciding deciding on your passion, right? And I'm really, you know, I'm really mm-hmm. stoked and really always gets excited to talk with people that who have no label in terms of their job or career right so i think it's 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 uh it's still uh yeah. it's still a lot of things to learn there's a lot of uh things to learn and i'm 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 really a great that i'm really grateful that you've shared that that valuable lessons you have and for those you know uh i think for those who mm-hmm. who are really passionate about uh uh, something uh, what's the biggest mistake that they need to uh, you know they need to uh, uh, be warned of or they need to know it uh, before uh, before deciding uh, or before taking risks can you have any idea with that I, and for me it's it's a lot of it's a lot of thinking involved and what's your thoughts about that Yes, when actually um, on my part, um, I wouldn't say I'm the riskiest person out there because honestly, um, I'm still. Um, mm-hmm. I think fear, fear. Um, there is a saying that don't let fear control you, and I think there's merit in that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it's. I agree with you that it's all about planning. It's all about thinking. Um, it's all about making um, a list. Like, okay, write down. I'm I'm very passionate about example. Um, for me, before I became an educator, I was passionate in drawing anime. And so, what was what would be my first step? And you know, I wrote. I like wrote down there. Okay, I will take multimedia arts because. Uh, my idol in this course <laughs> really yeah. like a big difference in the outcome like because um my idol really ended up focusing on drawing while i ended up you know focusing on a lot of things but we took the same course in the same school yeah. but you know we ended up with totally different um lives so um, i think it like of course before you take a risk you have to decide with to yourself. You have to already accept in advance whatever output, uh, whatever outcome can happen. You have to be prepared for it. You have to be prepared 
for failure. I mean, you know, of course, you don't want to admit that you might fail at something, yeah. but it doesn't hurt to have a plan A to Z. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe plan A, B, C is fine, yes. and, you know, not really until Z. But if you're good at planning, then you can plan it uh, <laughs> until, you know, you get there. Yes. Um, but at the same time, don't get frozen in place because of fear. So, you know, after maybe you write down three plans and then you're prepared with, you know, those any of those three happening or maybe like the worst of the worst can happen. Just have um, the mindset that um, I can start again. Um, I can stand up even if I fall. Like, like have that mindset that, as long as um, you are alive, you know, that you can change something. And then um, mm -hmm. if you fail, will your failure matter in five years? Or will you make it matter? Or will you um, become more than your failure? Like, you know, just, just have that mindset. And, you know, it's not easy. Maybe it, for me, it's easier to preach it. But I know that it's harder to do. But, you know, some of the tips that, um, I can say when you're really feeling down is, you know, um, you read positive quotes. I mean, you know, it's yep. it's a really cliche. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, advice like quarter life crisis. I was really down. I was thinking, is this my limit? Am I at my yes. limit? Mm -hmm. I was just reading quotes, and then you know, suddenly, uh, um. Day by day went by, I was just reading quotes. And, you know, there was a day I, I believed that, okay, I can still do something and I can do it now. <laughs> you know, it's it's a process that, um, yes. you know, that we uh -huh. have to go through. Yes, and yeah. writings really helps, right, Jem? And, and yes, I can stress yes. you, I can stress you enough how really important it is because it's, uh, although some, uh, for some geeks out there or some techie, or you know some creative professional mm -hmm. that are really not keen onto writing. I think it's really health and how to you know to uh, really have that goal in mind and uh, change that mindset or that uh, the, the the norms of of your life. It's really important as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. And yep, Jem. Uh, if I if uh, for those journeys, right? For those challenges and. And for those mm -hmm. shifting's career, and then for those achievements and success, if you go mm -hmm. back, and you know, if you're just getting started, what your advice for your younger self? Hmm, I <laughs> I don't think like I have any solid advice yep. <laughs> to my younger self, except you know, for one. One advice which I still tell myself now, mm -hmm. which is think positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, think positive. Um, the thing is, you know, I I'm I'm very like I didn't really start out as a very positive person. Actually, I, my my high school friends told mm -hmm. me that I was pessimistic because, you know, like. When, when we are kids, like, and then our grades matter. And then, you know, my, I didn't really have the best grades. So yes. I was really very pessimistic. But, you know, my friends told me, like, I need to think um, more positive And, you know, see the good things. Like, yes. 
um, it's it's really hard to do if you're in that dark place. Mm -hmm. But it's where you need to put an effort to really think positive and see the good things. Like, is the glass half empty or half full? Like, um, for for example, like um, normally people would say, um, you know, being a jack of all trades is like being a master of none. But for me, um, I see the good things in being a jack of all trades because um, I made it a mantra to myself that I can do anything if I put my mind to it. Like, um, you know, for me, I believe there is um, strength in, you know, being able to tell yourself you can do it. Like, mm -hmm. yes. if you think positive and if uh -huh. you hear for yourself, um, before you know it, support your like support yourself that in a sense, you know, uh, um, maybe like maybe they say you're crazy if you talk to yourself, but I think that's Believe that's me, one of that. the things that helped me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you know, um, earlier you also said that mm -hmm. yes, um, writing is um really really helps, and you know. There is this website called futureme.org. Um, mm -hmm. That's yep. future, F-U-T-U-R-E, futureme.org. It's okay. where you can like schedule an email to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, during wow. the time that I was <laughs> I just that struggling, I was actually writing letters to myself. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I, I was really, it was really funny when I discovered that. I was just like, yeah. okay, I will write a letter to myself and send it one year later. And and so, you know, one year later, I get my letter to myself. And I was like, ooh, now I'm in a better place. And, you know, I wrote down my goals um, when I wrote to myself. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. oh, I was able to do this. I was able to do this. Um, um It's, it's. I, I don't know like how others will feel if they write letters to themselves. Like I know people react differently, you know, to things. But for me, it, it it made me really believe in change. Like maybe one year ago, I wasn't really doing good, but you know, one year later, I was already doing good. And you know, it makes me look forward to the future. Like how different will I be one year from now, five years from now? Like it's, I think it's something interesting to think about. Like, how better can I be in the future? Yeah, the, yeah, that's really awesome. And I don't, uh, I, I think I will put uh, the the link you've mentioned on the show notes below for those who are listening. You should check that out, and I will check that out too. I, I, I don't know, I didn't know yes. that it it exists, uh, <laughs> right? So. It probably yeah. yeah like what Jeff mentioned it's really uh, you know it's really great to to have uh, uh you know to write things uh down and it's it's for me uh, one of the best thing that happened on my career when i discovered that i can write whatever i want and then on that on that particular you know time frame or particular uh topic i i was i was really uh excited on the things that i can do more on the future although it's it's easy to say right so uh, uh, mm -hmm. some somehow you you uh for those listeners that might uh say that oh that's easy for you because you're 
you're on the you know you you get lucky or you're really fortunate or about your or you, you are really talented but but uh, believe us because uh, we uh, uh, it's really great to have uh, written content or although if if with your journal or whatever it is with your not notebook it's like a physical thing that you can hold mm-hmm. on your hand it's like a real thing although it's just a goal written on mm-hmm. on some text or on some chip ball pen you have right it's 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 uh yeah. it's amazing to have that uh that vision of mind and eventually because uh, eventually uh, you will find ways and go figured on your own way and right and that's the next thing to do take action and push yourself mm-hmm. further and and uh, actually jem said that and I, i'm just uh, repeating it <laughs> so yeah and yeah jem thank you so much for <laughs> saying for and you know sharing your journeys your success and challenges and especially mistakes uh, and it's it's uh, it's rare it's a rare opportunity to talk with people that are really uh, you know love to learn their mistake and be vulnerable in public right mm-hmm. so there's a lot yeah. of creatives who are really shy you know shy to see what uh, see what's not working right see what's not good mm-hmm. what's not great what's not uh, uh, really designed well right so as a creative we yeah. really, we tend to be really perfect when it comes to our works or arts right and I, i'm really i really appreciate that and i will check the uh the, the links you've mentioned <laughs> so i will check that out i'm yeah. really excited for that as well and yeah and to you know to wrap up the show so before we wrap up the show so uh what's your best practical advice for people you know to to get started with their passion to be uh, to be and uh, you know to take action with uh, with the things that they want to do what's your best practical advice for them i i think my best advice is there is no shame in failure They're just learning like um the thing is so after you meticulously plan everything there is still a chance that you can fail but there is no shame in that because as long as you learn something from your failure you can't call that a failure anymore you call that a discovery so for every action that you take you discover something and it's up to you whether you think it's a good or it's a bad thing but if you also apply the think positive mindset then you'll just always have to think that you learn something good and you know you discover something so you can take another step towards your goal and at the same time um write down your goal so you don't get lost but if you say that you're not a writer then you know you draw it and you still if you say you're not good at drawing then look at magazines and cut down pictures and then paste pictures um, in a wall just you know have a vision have something physical to look at so you can actually also talk to yourself and encourage yourself like you just reflect um where am i now and where do i want to be and you know be your um, biggest cheerleader like of course it 
it helps that if you have other people who will cheer on you and who will support you. But not everyone will have that luxury, but everyone will have themselves. So, you know, at least make yourself your biggest supporter. Like, yeah, there's a saying, yeah. yourself is the biggest critic. But, you know, you can also turn yourself into your biggest cheerleader, you know. It, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome, Jem. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, you have to really uh, uh, care with your own thing first before everyone cares about your journey, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a saying about that. And yeah. I really, really love it, Jem. And thank you so much for sharing that. And for those who, you know, uh, I, I think uh, you've shared a lot of values in this podcast as well. And what's your best, uh, you know, best links that, uh, people can find you or reach out with you if they have any questions. If they have any questions, they can um, message me on my Facebook page. Um, that's facebook.com slash jemmariebocalbos, J-E-M-M-A-R-I-E-B-O-C-A-L-B-O-S. And then my website my portfolio is at um, gemmarieann.com. So I also have a contact form there. Um, they can also um, email me at gemmariebocalbos at gmail.com. So um, I'll wait for their emails if they have any questions or if they have they want to hear like any advice. Yeah. I'm very open to those. Like mm-hmm. I really want to help people. I want to share my experience. Like, um, maybe, you know, some, some people would think, mm-hmm. well, maybe, you know, I myself think to myself that, um, who am I? Like, why do I think I can help people? But, um, mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, if, if you just, um, look at someone and then maybe on the outside, you won't know what, what you know, what they are, what they can offer. But, you know, if you reach out and, you know, dig deeper, maybe, you know, you'll figure out something. So, yeah, if, if yeah. they want to, you know, just try their luck, maybe I can help them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's awesome, Jem. And I'm really, uh, you know, I really feel the passion uh, of helping someone from, from your voice or from your soul right now and i'm really glad to to have you on the to have you on the podcast you know and yeah and that's it i think and for those who are listening and hopefully you are listening until now so you you can check all the links on our show notes below if you're listening to apple podcast google podcast or soundcloud or any of your favorite podcast app uh what uh Jem mentioned, and I will surely put all the links on our show notes below. And Jem, you have any workshop uh, right now? Do you have any upcoming workshop for those who who are keen to you know to learn from you or learn another great stuff from you? So um, on March thirty, I actually have a workshop with Creative Nation on better logo design and pricing. So that's where I share my pricing tips in this free market that we have. Um, and then for better logos, uh, I basically give a rundown of how why researching before you actually execute a logo is important. So um, it's more, it's very conceptual. Um, so it's for those who 
want to um who who are really um want to learn um why some logos have to look like this or ha why some logos look like, like um have to look like that so or you also want to learn the concepts of logos i will uh surely put the links on our show notes or for those who are really keen you know to attend those uh those workshop that uh Jem mentioned uh Check that out, guys. Yeah. And if you love to know more about Jem, uh, reach out. Uh, that's the that's the key. Ask uh, ask ask question, right? Uh, yeah. At least uh, take action, even though in the smallest form that you have right now, or the, that you think of, right? And again, Jem, yeah. thank you so much for, for carving some time to be on the podcast. You know, to share a lot of values and hope to talk to you soon again next time yes i'd be really really happy yeah. like <laughs> i have so many i want to share but you know we have limited time so yes thank you jay yeah welcome okay. and, and talk to you soon let's let's do it again right <laughs> yes let's do it again thank you And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Design Life Show. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash tdls. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.